Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Today, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. This, my friends, is something that I would say the good majority of entrepreneurs experience. I would dare say 95, 99% probably. I don't know. Raise your hand if you know anyone who has ever not had self-doubt. I don't think that's anybody. Uh, throughout our lives, we have so many experiences of self-doubt. And so we're going to be diving into what imposter syndrome is. And it's so funny that this particular reading came up because it's a subject that came up in my, um, in my paid group in the visibility vault. And, uh, some people in there were talking about it, talking about imposter syndrome and lo and behold, here it is. And so that's why I'm streaming this also into the visibility vault today because God has an answer for us like he always does. His timing is seriously impeccable. So let's go ahead and we are going to be looking at Romans 9.20. And here we go. It says, this is a good one, guys. You may want to write this verse down just as like a check when we do feel off. This is a really good one. Here we go. Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, why did you make me like this? I'll say that again. Shall what is formed, meaning us, say to the one who formed it, meaning God, why did you make me like this? So, This is going to be a good talk, my friends, because definitely, definitely, even though there are times where we do say, why am I like this? Dare we question the one who even made us? Dare we question the one who gives us our daily breath and say, why did you make me this way? Let's, let's dive into it. Says. When you look around at how others have been shaped and molded, you can too easily forget that God made you perfectly fitted for his purposes. It's easy for our thoughts to be derailed into focusing on not being good enough, not being good looking enough, happy enough, smart enough, talented enough, eloquent, artistic, creative, holy, fit, thin, the list could go on and on forever. Um, The verse is Romans 9.20, Dan. So it says, why did you make me like this? And we think our lives would be so much better if, if, if you are enough, more than enough, because God made you and he delights in you. You can find that in Psalm 139, 13 through 14. He delights in you. He sees a good work in you. He makes no mistakes. Therefore, 
because you are created in his image, he is very satisfied with who you are. In fact, why waste time trying to be someone else when everyone else is already taken? Find yourself in Christ, in the word, and discover your purpose. What he has uniquely fashioned you to do. And you will be better at being you. Looking in the right places. Not comparing yourselves to someone else. Ask him to be the one who forms and shapes you more into his beautiful vessel. Entrust yourself to him and he will gladly help you to be the very best that you can be. All right, so let's jump into this. Let's talk about imposter syndrome. Let's talk about this burden that actually keeps us paralyzed. And because we think someone else is doing something bigger and better than we are, we stop ourselves from doing what we have called to do. And we have honestly no idea how big this thing is that God has called us to do. We can have a small idea, but we don't know the end outcome. We don't know the legacy behind it, truly. When we step up into the into the world with what God has gifted us. And so when we're looking at imposter syndrome, there's one realization that we need to make. We know ourselves from the inside. We know our insecurities. We know our specific abilities in this moment. We know all of the things. Yet when we look at others, we only know them from the outside. And that is how we judge ourselves, from our inside compared to their outside. Does that even make any sense to do it that way? Because what we have on the inside is the long list of the not enoughs. And what we see in someone else is that they don't have that same list. One of the most interesting things that I have seen over and over spoken by people who are not only multi-gazillionaires, millionaires, billionaires, but people that are very well respected, such as Maya Angelou. After writing her 11th book, do you know what she said? She said, I'm scared that someone is going to read this book and see that I'm not really cracked up to what they think I should be. Maya Angelou. You have people who are in very high positions, high places, who all have that same insecurity. And yet, when we see them, we never see the inside. We never see the inside conversations that they have with themselves. I have never met an entrepreneur who has not doubted, yet moved forward anyways, at least a successful entrepreneur. Lots of entrepreneurs who doubt and do nothing, right? There's a long, long list of those. 
But a successful entrepreneur, I've never met one who hasn't doubted, yet decided to move forward anyways and figure it out and trust. I read recently that one of the, one of the main factors in a successful marriage is believing that your counterpart is out of your league. Isn't that interesting? Believing that they're out of your league, do you know why? Because then you're always looking to be better and do better for them. And while they both are working on the same thing, guess what? They turn into service towards that person and love is perfected in that process. If you want to stop feeling like an imposter, because the truth is imposter syndrome is a feeling. It's not a fact. If you want to stop feeling like an imposter, then you have to stop thinking like an imposter. And the main reason why we feel that is because of our favorite word that we like to incorporate into everything we do is perfection. Perfection. How many of you out there, raise your hand, would consider yourselves slightly perfectionists? You love doing things well, but to the point where if you wrote something with a typo and you didn't realize it until, you know, midnight, you went to bed and you got up at three in the morning to go fix it. So perfection is one of the reasons why imposter syndrome shows up. Perfection is the idea that we, yeah, Kimberly's saying, I am such a perfectionist. I get it. I get it. I live that way. Jared's over here, and he can attest to the fact that when I um, was working my Etsy shop, I would print something out, and I would bring it to him, and I would say, tell me what's wrong with this print. I had a print shop. Tell me what's wrong with this print. And he'd look at it, and he'd be like, nothing. And I'd be like, what? You don't see that little speck where the ink didn't come out right? Just like right there in that little corner? He's like, no. <laughs> and I would throw that piece of paper away and I would print it out again. Yet he gave me the confirmation that he couldn't even see it. And so we operate from that place of if it's not perfect, I'm not accepted. If it's not perfect, I don't have value. If perfection isn't there, there's something wrong with me and people will see it. They'll see the fake person that I really am. And so with perfection, you're always trying to achieve something Yet the truth is you will always fall short because we were not made perfect. Only God is perfect. While we were created in his image, still we're human. 
Good morning, everybody who's jumping on. And so if we go back to this idea of perfection, God is not asking us to live a life of perfection. He's asking us to live a life of surrender. He's asking us to live a life of surrender because surrender is something that you give yourself to. It comes from righteousness. It comes from being in right standing with God. And when you understand what he has done for you, you can never go back from there. You can never go back from there. And so the, the solution, the solution to imposter syndrome, guess what? Is Jesus. It's Jesus. Because the more that we can understand that we are in right standing with him, regardless of our mistakes, regardless of our bumps in the road, therefore we have nothing to prove to anyone. And our life is so based on approval. I can tell you, I can remember from the time I was probably five, desiring so much to have approval, but not being able to get it unless I had the standard of perfection. That may have been my earthly experience, but let me tell you, that's not the experience with our Heavenly Father. He already sees you as enough. That is why he charged you with this calling to be an entrepreneur. Because he knows you better than you know yourself. He hears that list that you have. He hears those doubts that you have. He sees that you are comparing yourself to other people. He knows all of that. And he is saying, if she, if he could only surrender that high standard and understand that in me, they are more than enough, they would walk like kings and queens on this earth. They would understand that no one, that no one could compare to what you personally bring to the world. I don't care how many people know about your topic that you teach on, about your service that you offer. He's saying, shall you that is formed by me question, why am I like this? There is a reason and a purpose in you being the way you are. And the moment that we can normalize imposter syndrome, because the truth is that everybody else in the room is thinking the exact same thing. Yet we think it's only us. Every time I see a mom playing with their kids and doing fun arts and crafts, the first thing I do is, shoot, when was the last time I did that? 
anytime I see an entrepreneur doing really well quickly, I'm like, why has it taken me so long? Anytime I see a couple being able to go out and have date nights and all of that, I compare myself and I'm like, when was the last time we went out and did anything? Everything that we do in life when we are observing, we are comparing somebody else's story to our, our own story. But God does not make us to compare ourselves to each other because he has said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made, which means you are respectfully made. Why are you doubting yourself? If I have respectfully created you, I delight in you. There is nowhere else to go from here but forward. And so the next time that creeps up, that feeling of comparison or not being good enough, you need to understand that even the most, trust me, I've talked with people who make millions of dollars. The most influential, the people with the most money, the people with everything that you've ever dreamed have the exact same thoughts that you do. There is no difference. Nobody knows what happens behind the scenes. I can move this green screen and you can get a peek into my real life. Nobody knows what's going on behind here but me. Yet the same goes for every single person that you see on social media, that you see on websites, that you see in events. And we all have our personal journey to learn the art of surrender. Because the only reason why we feel bad that we aren't this or we aren't that is because we fear judgment from others. And how can we have judgment from a God who created us to be more than what we think we are? He said, Jesus said, there is no guilt, shame, or condemnation on my block. Are you living on my block or are you living somewhere else? Because that's not allowed here on my street. Yet we feel shame because we feel we don't know enough. And yesterday we were talking, we were talking about impossible, impossibilities, and how God is just waiting for us to get to our ending point so that he can take over and show us just what he's capable of doing. That is what surrender is. It's knowing that he is enough. Therefore, we don't have to stand up to the worldly standard that all of us do on a daily basis. And know that all of us are completely unqualified to do what we do. Yet we choose to trust and do it anyways. 
if you were to ask me what I remember from school, <laughs> yeah, I have, I have a double major from the university. If you were to ask me if I remember any of that stuff, I don't. I'm highly unqualified to be sharing with you guys. Highly unqualified. But one thing I do have. I am, he qualified me. I am not able to qualify myself. I can't. Because I look at others too much. Yet I am trusting that he has qualified me to be a tool and to be used. And to be willing to surrender that, uh, that feeling, that nervous feeling that I have, like, are they gonna know I'm like super bad at math? Are they gonna know that I have the hardest time remembering script, scripture verses? Are they gonna know that I'm not the best at being consistent and having really good habits? Are they gonna know that I have workaholic tendencies? And I have to really work hard to rein that in so that I can be present with my family? Are they gonna know all of these things? That's, those questions are the ones that keep me looking at others as perfect and me as imperfect. But trust me that everyone in the room is thinking the same thing. I heard this really great analogy where someone was getting all dressed up and they were going to a party and they wanted to look their best. So they did themselves up. They walked in the room. It was a party that they didn't know anybody. And they walked in. And the first thing they were thinking was, I wonder what they're thinking of me as she walked around and looked at everybody in the room. Little did she know, everybody else in the room was asking, oh wow, look who just walked in. I wonder what she'll think of me. We're all in the same boat is what I'm trying to say. And the more that we can normalize those first tendencies where untruths come in. Because like I've said over the last six months, guys, we need to go back to the truth. In order to dispel those lies, we need to go back to the truth. And so even God is saying, hey, wait a minute. I hear what you're saying. Are you trying to tell me that I made a mistake? That's what Romans 9.20 is basically saying in a nutshell. Excuse me. Hey, you right there. Saying you can't. Saying you're ugly. Saying you're unqualified. Saying you don't have enough. Last time I checked, you're still here on earth. Last time I checked, you're breathing. The last time I checked, I made you out of an unconditional, ever-flowing, everlasting love that no matter what you do will never change. And I have high expectations of you because I know who you are. 
you're scared of people knowing who you really are, guess what? I know who you are and I still love you. I know who you are and it's more than enough for me. I know who you are and I am ready and willing to embrace you in all the mess that you think you're in. So don't, don't come and question the why. Come and bask in the joy and peace that you can have, understanding that you are so amazing that I would sacrifice my only son to make sure you know it and you feel it. Will you command your mindset? Will you stand guard of your mindset so that that truth is your foundation in your everyday walk? See, the fear that we have every single day as entrepreneurs that comes from a lack of understanding of who we really are and actually believing it. The fear is because we spend more time listening to the world and less time with Jesus on a daily basis. Because if we hung out with him more, if we listened to Holy Spirit more throughout the day, there wouldn't even be time to think that what we're putting out into the world is not good enough. It would be, what else can I do? What else can I do for them? What else can I do for you, Lord? You've given me what I've got. Let's go. Let's do this. I'm ready. So I just want you to know that what we feel, because I feel it too, what we feel is normal, yet the truth is telling us that it may be normal from worldly standards, but it's not normal in the kingdom. Everything we know is upside down if you're going to live a faith-led business and a faith-led life. In order to be exalted, you need to humble yourself. In order to do bigger things, you need to be on your knees. In order to grow and have influence, you need to surrender. It's very contradictory to the things that society tells us, more of you, more of you, more of you. And he's saying, no, you've got it wrong. Because there's more of you is the reason why you feel you're a fake. If you see me working in you, would you call me fake? You're not gonna call God fake if you're a believer. Yet that's what he's doing the moment that you choose to surrender. And so therefore there is no imposter, there is only him. 
there's only light, there's only clarity, there is peace, there is direction, there is commitment. There is the ability to remove fear of rejection and embrace the fact that he loves you so much that you are enough. So how do we fix this? How do we fix this? I think it will be a lifelong battle. So be prepared for it is the first thing. That is where we naturally go. Yet, yet, we can grab it before it takes hold. We can grab it. How? By making sure we are linked. By making sure we don't deviate from the truth. By making sure we are in, like our number one goal of the day is to be in surrender to him. Letting him guide our path and knowing that what we're doing is not because of me, it's because of him. And not being willing to negate God's power within you. Holy Spirit is waiting to have such an amazing relationship with you. Because the moment that you two can tango is the moment that things happen. Trust me. Trust me. So there are no imposters. There is only truth. You are not an imposter because we were never qualified. He qualified us. So you don't have to feel like you're not good enough for where you are or where you want to be. None of us are good enough for it. And that is the beauty of faith. The beauty of faith is him saying, you know what? You're actually not qualified, <laughs> but I am qualifying you and I'm gonna give you everything you need. So just take a chill pill, Monica, and do the work. Take a chill pill and write that book. Take a chill pill and build that course. Take a chill pill and make that phone call. Offer those services. Because it is in that relationship that you have with that person that they will know me. Because when you walk with him, what comes out of you is him. And that is why imposter syndrome can be conquered. It can be conquered. But it's up to us to do the hardest thing, the hardest thing in our, I believe, in our Christian journey is surrender. Letting go of the reins, letting go of control, knowing that we stand right with him. That is what righteousness is. And that is enough. So let's go ahead 
And let's wrap this week up, this work week up, and let's know that what we're creating is awesome. Let's know that what we're calling to build is not being built on sand. It's being built on firm, firm ground. And that we will be able to stand powerfully in that knowledge. When you speak to people about your gift, there is no hesitation. Because he is speaking through you. And your confidence is not in their yes or no. Your confidence is already there. It is him in you. How can you not be confident? How can you not be confident? He's given us the biggest gift, which is to kind of like let go of the expectations we have of ourselves and just let him do the things. How nice is it? to be able to do that. We never really look at our faith that way. He's saying, guess what? Just trust me and I'll do the rest. How nice is it to have someone willing to do the rest? <laughs> We're all in so much a, a state of overwhelm with our businesses, right? We're always talking about how stressed out we are. He's saying, you don't have to be. I told you I'd help you. And so that is the place where he wants us to stay in our mind and in our heart as entrepreneurs. All right, so let's get this day going. There's much to do. And um, yeah, let's pray this day in. Thank you, Father, because we know that while we fear that people will discover who we truly are, you have said, I love who you are. And that is enough. Lord, will you warm our hearts to this idea? Because the truth is our hearts have been hardened over time by people who have constantly said, you don't stand up. You're not enough. You'll never be enough. And I've heard people say it specifically, even to children. Maybe you heard it when you were a child. And so, Lord, we are just yearning to go back to who you have created us to be. We're tired of comparing ourselves to others. We're, we're tired of never being able to be what we think we should be. And we spend so much time focusing on our lack that there is never enough time to see and be grateful for all that you have already done and created in our lives. And more importantly, what you want to do, what the next steps are. And so today, Lord, we are asking you to place that willingness to surrender in our mind and hearts. We're asking you to cover the pain and erase it maybe of our past that has told us that we have to be a certain way in order to be loved. And help us to never question why we are the way we are, why we have what we have. Help us to trust that you as our creator, you as our savior, 
have given us all that we need. And our daily task is to work in overflow. And that confidence will take us to where we need to go, which is the place that you have planned for us. We thank you because every day you're opening our eyes to the truth and to the things that we have held on to tightly to form our identity. But you are telling us that you are new creatures in me. You are new creations in me. And therefore, there is no room for the former. There's only room for what is to come. And Lord, we are excited and we are expecting amazing things in what's to come. But it starts, it starts with knowing that you did not make a mistake with us. And for that, we are truly thankful. We ask all these things in Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with me on this Friday. So now that is our job. We shall no longer waste time saying, I'm not going to say we shall no longer. It's going to come up. I'll be honest with you. It's going to come up. But now we know where to go to make that experience extremely short-lived and say, oh, no, 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 no. Nope. Don't come in here. I heard someone... Someone saying that they call that voice in their head that does that, Miss Vader. <laughs> she made Darth Vader a female and she's like, Miss Vader, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to take those words today because I know the truth. I know the truth. Because you know why? Holy Spirit whispers the truth into my ear every single day. And that is enough for me. I hope it will be enough for you. Have a fabulous day, everybody. I can't wait to hear what you have been up to today. If you have any prayer requests, feel free to put them in the comments and our community will stand with you in prayer. And uh, today is a great day to see what you are doing and give it the true value that it has. Own it, appreciate it and execute. Love you all. I will be talking to you tomorrow morning. If you are not yet following or subscribed to the Faith Led Business Podcast, go find your favorite podcast uh, platform and go search for Faith Led Business and go click the subscribe button because that will help it get out to more people. So thanks for hanging out with me today. Have a fabulous one, guys. I will talk to you soon. Bye.